Citizen Critic is a production of iHeartRadio and Double Elvis. Yeah, uh, I wonder if we should uh, insert like uh, a laugh track. Talk. I was wondering that <laughs> too. I think that that could be really useful. <laughs> I will insert a laugh track. That was the worst laugh. Was, was it the my small robot or what was the you know. small wonder? Small wonder. Of Citizen Critic. It's the third and final entry in our mockumentary series, Best in Show. We'll pay tribute to the late, great Fred Willard. A user review of the movie gives us a disturbing insight into the world of dog breeding. And we'll hear from some dissatisfied customers of pet groomers from Los Angeles to New York. And to think that in some countries these dogs are eaten. This is Citizen Critic. Hello and welcome to Citizen Critic. I'm Scott Janovitz. And I, Becky Cameron. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm Greg Conn. Greg Conley. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Best in Show, the Christopher Guest movie. Best in Show, like many of these Chris Guest-directed movies, stars Fred Willard, who sadly died last week. So fucking sad. Very sad. I mean, he was an old guy. Yeah, no, I, when I heard he was 86, I, That's pretty I, old. I wouldn't have guessed that he was that old. But it, it made me think of like the first time I, like, how did I become aware of Fred Willard? Yep. And I think it was definitely something that he did with Martin Mull. And it might have been that. Yes, Fernwood Tonight. <laughs> that, was that the. I remember. I only got to see it a couple of times. Yeah. That was the show that they had. Uh, it was like a fake talk show. It was like kind of a. Like a. Was it like an LA morning show or was it. Yeah, I thought it was an, like, no, a night, like a late night kind of thing. But I, I just. I, I remember. It was on Nick at Night a couple of times. Maybe. Yeah. I just remember being real when I was really young. So like 29. Nah. <laughs> Uh, when I was really young, like watching Fred Willard and just, and not originally understanding like, well, why is this funny? He just seems like a normal guy. Like he played everything. So just like dead straight. And he was, he was a normal enough guy, except for the absurdities that were coming out of his mouth. But like, it wasn't even that absurd. And I remember having this epiphany. I think the second time that I saw Fred Willard, that it was like, Oh, I see. The entire world is absurd, and that's what's funny about it. And Fred Willard is just sort of like the mirror that forces you to look exactly. at the world. He encompassed <laughs> all of the absurdity yeah, I was of, like, huma- of human beings. Yeah. Every kind of weird, <laughs> normal guy every that tick, a normal guy every, could be. Yeah. <laughs> he played it straight, but was not a straight man. And... <laughs> The best part I noticed while I was rewatching, um, you know, because we did Spinal Tap. Yeah. And one of my favorite bits from Spinal Tap is where he's, I mean, he's got a real small part in that, but he is 
greeting the band <laughs> and he's like, I better not get too close. My hair's getting a little bit long. I better not get too close to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or else they'll think I'm part of the band. I'm kidding. Of course. Why don't we go over to, <laughs> and he does it again and best in the show. He's like, I'm having fun with you. I'm kidding with you. As though it's like, Oh, I thought you were serious. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not the problem with you. It's not it, that we didn't know you were joking. Right, yeah. It's so good. Uh, but it's funny because I do. I have a clear memory of a, being a kid and being like, oh, okay. That's like, that's why that's funny. I don't think I got it for a long time. I don't think I thought about it. I took Fred Willard for granted for sure. <laughs> yeah. He was on Kimmel a bunch. Jimmy Kimmel had a nice thing. He did like a nice segment on him. The writers would write everything for like Fred Willard character. So it's like they had, he played Fred Trump in hell he played like, you know, the doctor in the Trump administration. He played like all these range of characters because the writers would just sit around the writer room and be like, you think Willard would come in and like do this? And Kibble would call him and he'd be like, yep, I'll be there at noon. <laughs> and he just had a bag of Fred Willard sketches. Yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Coincidental that we were doing two movies that he was in. Yeah. In three weeks. Spinal Tap before he died. Yeah, I mean, Best in Show is, is I, I think I said it before, I just loved every single character that was, you know, that, that they portrayed. I just felt like it was like the best versions of each of them. Have you ever watched the actual Westminster Dog Show or the National Dog no, Show? No, no. I, I have. And they kind of go backstage and they, you know, walk around and, and they'll like interview all these people. And it. It's an eclectic, eccentric group that chooses to breed and show dogs. Sure. If you watch the Westminster Dog Show or a documentary on the Westminster Dog Show, it might actually take something away from Best in Show of like, oh, they could have been more original. I feel like they just pulled this footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see. It, it cuts close to the bone. It is, it is accurate. The other thing is I didn't finish the movie. Like a half hour ago, I was like, oh, shit, I only watched half of it last night. You do research <laughs> like me. Yeah. <laughs> I usually am good about it. I yeah. watch. But I, last night I was like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep. I'll, I'll watch the rest of this tomorrow. But I completely fucking I'm gonna spaced go on it. I'm sleepy. It was like a carbon monoxide leak. I'm going to get out of my house. car in the garage. <laughs> Just need to put my head down <laughs> Why did I get in the garage? <laughs> That's where the Wi-Fi is. <laughs> yeah. because of the quarantine i was like oh i gotta go start my car for a bit let you know i want the battery to die i gotta let it run yes. oh you know what i'll start watching uh, best in show yeah. in the garage here on my laptop while the, the car good runs. news is you don't need a jump the bad news is your husband's dead <laughs> <laughs> oh thank god the battery is safe uh, yeah well that was bound to happen sooner or later <laughs> He's in there every night. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me I can get groceries, though. <laughs> so we can sell the car? We can sell the one? We just need the one now? We just need the one. Don't show me those car facts. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a uh, fender bender uh, in 2012. <laughs> and then in 2015, a guy died on yeah. the hood. It's, it's oh, was he hit by the car? <laughs> no. Nope. No, he no. fell asleep on the hood. 
He would run the car because he liked the warmth of the engine on his back. He had back <laughs> yeah, problems. Right. He needed to loosen up. Didn't want to go out and pay for one of those expensive heating pads. Right. So he'd just it's, start the car up in the garage. And, yeah, just, oh, that feels good. Oh, God. <laughs> Cause of death. Accidental huffing. Oh, that's how you get that complexion. <laughs> that's just straight fossil fuel tan right there. How'd you get so pallid, Jim? <laughs> Oh, that's my carbon monoxide treatments. <laughs> the spa. <laughs> I call the garage the spa. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even want to go out to the garage. I just plug up the vent from the furnace on the outside of the house and just take it in. Fill the whole house. And that way I can move around freely. <laughs> right, right, right. Get my get my buzz on. The gen of its Olympics. You're <laughs> like a foot race from the front of the house <laughs> to the back of the house. <laughs> Who can make it to the second floor? Drunk on carbon monoxide. <laughs> well um so we're gonna do best in show yeah uh so i'll just say best in show is a mockumentary about the mayflower dog show which is uh it's actually no it is about the kennel club of america dog show in philadelphia the mayflower dog show is in new york city extensive research no they said it a I bunch did. of times in the movie it was the mayflower Okay, so I didn't talk show. Okay. <laughs> Best in Show is presented as a documentary of five dogs and their owners destined to show in the Mayflower Kennel Club dog show held in Philadelphia. So uh, good work as always, Greg. <laughs> Fucking crushed it again. Well, <laughs> that was that was a big search. Yeah, man. I gotta be honest. That was a bigger. <laughs> take everybody. Take everything with a grain of salt, to Greg, because. <laughs> he uses Bing primarily for his research. Oh, God damn it. So anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted with erroneous <laughs> information, these people who breed and uh, love and <laughs> show dogs are depicted as in little, you know, various vignettes and then interacting with each other as they approach the best in show competition for the dog show. Without further ado, our feature presentation today is best in show. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Becky Cameron. It's best in show. It's Christopher Guest's second directorial uh, mockumentary. All right, here's some reviews from IMDb. Uh, this is one by uh, Bale Slinwood. Bale. Oh, Bale Slinwood. Bale Slinwood. Two out of ten stars. Not very funny and not very good. One of my women cousins won the lab <laughs> event in New York a few years ago. He gets off to an absolute rollicking start with this. <laughs> Just one of my uh, women one of, one, cousins. One of my women cousins. <laughs> but he also opens up the possibility of is one of his woman cousins a, a lab? Because he says that she won the lab. She event. won the lab event. Yeah, she won the lab event. First in category. I admired the dogs. He says. Yeah. Yeah. He likes his woman cousin. I admired the dogs. This is my woman cousin. She's fine, but this is her dog. I admire. I admire. Her dog. Uh, the dog gives the woman cousin reason and yeah. purpose. My, my cousin, I can take or leave. The dogs, I respect. Yeah. 
My my cousin did not get best in group. Her dog, however. <laughs> One of my women cousins. The announcer was more stupid than funny. Okay, so I guess that immediately after the first sentence, this person is veering away from the cousin story. It begins. I think that it begins I, about I the women, just, and then immediately it's I admired the dogs, which I think is about yeah. the movie. I think that he was just planting the marker, folks. I'm not unfamiliar with the dog show yeah. circuit. I got a woman because I'm not going to use her name or anything else about her. Or, am... but that, actually, that's not true. She owns a lab. I don't <laughs> she... know her name, uh, but she is. He a must relative. be great at family reunions. Hello, women cousins. These are the things I know about her. She is a woman, and I'm not allowed to have sex with her. Those are the two things I know about this woman. The announcer was more stupid than funny. That's Fred Willard. Came off as a jerk. <laughs> of course, yeah, that was the point. the point. That's, and he got folded into this doing a dog show, and he could have cared less about it. He did about his. I think the reason why I love Fred yeah, Willard yeah, in this yeah. movie so much, he does about as much research as I do for this podcast. Right, but he's so determined. He's so determined to make a show of it. He's <laughs> not phoning it in. He's not like I don't know anything about this. He's just like so. So what are they doing? He's trying to be enthusiastic, but not willing to do the research <laughs> to right. be enthusiastic. Yeah. So he says, the actors did their parts very well. Five actors did their parts. Five dogs and their owners. The ventriloquist was pretty good, (laughs) but came (laughs) off as rather pathetic. (laughs) I know that the ratios were not supposed to reflect the population, but gays are only 2.5% at the most, not 20%. (laughs) (laughs) And lesbians are only 1.5% at the most, not 20%. 20%. So I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't think you know the ratios were not supposed to reflect <laughs> the population. Um, I know that I'm not supposed to worry about the math, but here are some back of the envelope calculations. How does he get gays are only 2.5%? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that seems like he's done a lot of research on the. Let's see, what percentage? Bing. <laughs> hey, Bing. What percentage of the population are gay? <laughs> what do you mean, admit it or <laughs> like of the people in this room? <laughs> That's a complicated <laughs> question, dude. Um, like who would dance at a wedding? What are you asking? Me? <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, 16% of men and 21% of women are homosexual. So these numbers are actually <laughs> I what's this guy's name? Balls and wood. <laughs> That's B- uh, yeah, balls and balls and wood. <laughs> balls and wood. Balls, uh, and, balls wood. and wood is. It, yeah, no, it's 16 and 20 percent. OK. Yeah, I think this is an average of about 20 percent. So yeah. I guess that the uh, ratios are exactly on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Balls and wood. <laughs> uh, and the show funny. poked fun at an old man in a wheelchair. I don't remember that, but I assume it was I don't the. That either. It, it oh, was, oh, it was uh, uh, Jennifer. Yeah. What's her name? Jennifer yeah, Coolidge's yeah. husband. Yeah, yeah. And that was the whole Nicole, Nicole, uh, the tragic one. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. The tragic. Yeah, it was a total marriage for uh, for money. Um, You're like Nicole Simpson, Anna Nicole Smith. That yeah. Nicole Richie. <laughs> Nicole Richie. <laughs> There's my woman cousin Nicole. <laughs> 
You've met my woman cousin, Nicole. <laughs> she has an admirable dog. You remember her? <laughs> She's 2.5% lesbian. <laughs> She's two point five percent. It's not the ratio of people. It's the ra- It's the ratio inside of each person. Everyone has about two and a half percent gay in them, <laughs> right? It's Am just right? where it is. Yeah. It's one of the heterosexual couples came off as rather pathetic. Also, <laughs> just one of them. For the record, they all fucking came off as pathetic. Just, just one of the couples. Every single couple in that movie: gay, lesbian, straight, doesn't matter. One nice touch, the most pathetic couple won. But two left feet, quote unquote. <laughs> My wife fell asleep during part of our viewing of the DVD. <laughs> I also had carbon monoxide just flowing through the house. But that is not that remarkable. She is a good sleeper. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for letting us know. I think this guy's under the impression he's getting paid by the word for IMDb. It's like they don't pay at all, actually. My wife fell asleep. That's not that remarkable. (laughs) But that is not, I don't know why I'm writing it. I'm glad we didn't pay $15 to view this show. (laughs) Okay. We got a DVD at our library for free. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who's pathetic now? (laughs) I don't know. Makes me think he might be a little older. (laughs) Older gentleman. Yeah, my wife falls asleep uh, at the drop of a hat. <laughs> she's a good sleeper. No, she's... I've, I've been in the closet for decades, <laughs> and we got we get movies at our library. <laughs> so here's how my night normally goes: my wife falls asleep. I secretly look at gay porn on my phone and think, "Thank God I'm not one of those two point five percent." Where's Dad? <laughs> Upstairs why masturbating there, into gay why, porn. Why is there jungle noises coming from his bedroom? <laughs> it's it's fine. Grandpa? <laughs> no, I'm just watching Best in Show. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife fell asleep. She wakes up. She's like, what, what are we watching? <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> my wife fell asleep during part of our viewing of the DVD, and then it got good. <laughs> She wondered why she woke up with a beard and a strap on, on, but it didn't. Shh, back to sleep. You know how it is when you wake up with the ether burps. <laughs> My life, it just really tears up her esophagus. The best part is that she'll nap off and on for the next week. <laughs> Fantastic. Can't stay awake. You know how she is. You it's like it my goes. own little hall pass. <laughs> Uh, okay, we got the DVD at our library for free. That was about the right amount to pay for it. I did enjoy the dog show and the dogs, though. Again, very into the dogs. He's <laughs> <laughs> super into the dogs, yeah. I admire those dogs. Although we are not particularly fond of dogs. Okay, what's going on here? Balls and wood, what is going on? I don't like dogs at all. I did enjoy the dog show and the dogs, though, because I've said that a couple of times now, although we do not particularly like Don't care for dogs. (laughs) Not a fan of the dogs. We don't own one and haven't for many years since the children grew up, so you did have one. (laughs) What happened to him? Doesn't matter. The children grew up. The children grew up and now we don't have a dog, okay? (laughs) I am not particularly fond of dogs. Yeah. Turns out you can't give your dog the same amount of ether you give your wife. 
<laughs> I admire <laughs> them from afar. <laughs> I mean, I just, I feel like there were a lot of statistics thrown in there. Yeah. That all chocolate and cream diet did not do my dog any favors. <laughs> <laughs> he loved chocolate milk. He loved it. He loved it. Who am I to say no? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we don't care for dogs, and now uh, we don't have one. Let's just leave it at that. Not since the children grew up. <laughs> Who knows what became of them? Like Anyway, I got to go Zoom with my woman cousin. <laughs> Hello, female cousin. <laughs> Did you know go. that 1.5% of you are lesbian? <laughs> Here's another review from IMDb. Two out of ten. By Margot Poodle. Oh, I wonder what Margot Poodle thinks of this one. Slander disguised as comedy. (laughs) Margot Poodle. Imagine how she says hello. Let me just get a, let me get a sniff back there. Um, (laughs) Margot Poodle. There is no more noble profession, in my opinion, than dog breeder. (laughs) There is, beg to differ, Margot Poodle. Whether it is nobler to breed dogs... (laughs) Or to allow dogs to live happy, free lives. There is no more noble... Think of all the professions out there that are fairly noble, you know? There are people risking their lives as we speak. Yeah. Doctors. Nurses. Absolutely. Firefighters. Firefighters. Dog breeders. <laughs> oh, ugh, that one's ears are too big. Let's breed them smaller. <laughs> <laughs> I did specify in my opinion. <laughs> Yes, okay. In my terrible opinion. (laughs) In my shitty take, there's no more noble profession than (laughs) dog breeder. Making one dog ejaculate into another. There is nothing nobler (laughs) than that. I think, you know, I think the only people that say that are dog breeders. (laughs) There's one segment of the population that would declare nobility on any group. Dog breeders and directors of <laughs> pornography. <laughs> All right, fuck her from behind now. This really does start out Shakespearean. <laughs> there is no, no more noble no. profession, in my opinion, than dog breeder. To be able to take a nearly perfect creature created by God and make them better? <laughs> <laughs> Not many people can boast that. Especially dog breeders can't boast that. There's nothing... To improve upon God's works. (laughs) There is 100% thing. That is insane. That is, this is the height of insanity. To surpass God himself? Uh, God, you made the schnauzer's ears a little too big. Look at a trumpet. To be imbued with the power of all creation? <laughs> this dog is too big. I made it smaller <laughs> through generations of dog I fucking. The, I called it, it's a toy. It's a toy German Shepherd. His <laughs> hips are ruined. He's going to be paralyzed by like six months. Yeah. But you can fit him in your purse. He doesn't even need to walk. It's pointless. 
merely gaze upon the French bulldog, which cannot walk a city block without being carried. That is noble. To see how powerful and noble is the dog breeder. I wish these filmmakers would have spent as much time researching and highlighting the exciting universe of dog shows. <laughs> it's like the spider. Welcome to the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's like universe a- of dog shows. <laughs> It is a parallel universe in which I exist, <laughs> in which there is no god but the dog breeder. Uh, the dog breeder is merely an editor, Scott. <laughs> like, yeah. the, you know, there's God, and then the dog breeders fix all the shit he does wrong. Yeah, God made them nearly perfect. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm going to do to that dog? I'm going to bleach its asshole, because I feel like God made it too dark. Oh. Okay. I'm going to make this dog not need food. <laughs> I've shrunk it down to the size of a hamster. No functioning limbs at all. Can't digest food or drink water. It has no intestines or bladder. <laughs> but a colostomy bag. A colostomy doggy bag. <laughs> I want to get the hashtag colostomy doggy bag trending. <laughs> my goal for the week all right hashtag pet smart <laughs> <laughs> come on pet smart retweet me <laughs> this is good this is good for both of us <laughs> they're like i don't think it's good for us. <laughs> come on pet smart i'm gonna be like at pet smart in these unprecedented times at pet smart <laughs> we need to work together yeah we're alone together retweet my hashtag doggy colostomy bag <laughs> or Bleach puppy asshole. Bleach puppy <laughs> bung. Bung. Butthole. I think butthole is better. <laughs> well, disagree. Hard disagree. <laughs> you and the other two and a half percent. I feel strongly about very few things. <laughs> Not many people can boast that. I wish these filmmakers would have spent much time researching and highlighting the exciting universe of dog shows <laughs> rather than taking the shortcut and poking fun at a few eccentrics. <laughs> I don't think she's in on the joke. Assuming that, as you're suggesting, she um, <laughs> believes that this is a kind of a documentary which pokes fun at real people. That means she believes <laughs> that these people in this movie are just a few eccentrics and yeah. not legitimate psychos. A hundred percent. That's what she <laughs> Which they are. If these people were real, they would be if psychotic. She's, if she's a part of the dog breeder dog show universe. Yeah. You know, the puppy verse. Well, I don't know if she is or not. <laughs> I, it seems she's, to if me. If she is, she's trying to hide it as an objective. <laughs> no, no, I am just a fan. <laughs> to be able to play God with jeans. <laughs> Have you ever in the morning jacked off a pit bull and made a mastiff? <laughs> That's not a thing. No, I haven't. I just, just I'm just asking. I don't think you actually have to get your hands dirty. <laughs> oh no, I got a little I got a little breeder's elbow. <laughs> Wait, they have sex with each other? I thought I had to do the transfer myself. Well, don't come over to my house for turkey then, because I've used the baster for other purposes. <laughs> if doing that is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> the internet only serves to highlight 
<laughs> absolute psychopaths in the world. <laughs> Every day is another opportunity to learn something. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> For instance, how to get sperm from one breed of dog to a different one. When should you get your standard poodle the lion cut? <laughs> Can a bulldog's what? ears be too small? <laughs> Can they be too small? Yes. They can be too small. <laughs> when they are so, when they are so small that the, the, the dog can't hear anymore. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I tried to isolate the gene in mice sperm <laughs> for just ears. Have you ever seen a mole's ears on a dog? <laughs> oh, I have. It's not pretty. I know the answer to that question, and it's yes. Uh, let me paint you a picture of a dog begging me to kill it. <laughs> Only with the eyes. <laughs> and you cannot comfort it because it has mouse ears. Can't, can't hear anything. It has tiny mole ears that cannot hear a thing. Oh, so Margo you have Poodle. no choice. Start over. You learn something new every day. That's my <laughs> motto. What? There's another question here. Why do the judges fondle the boy dog's <laughs> testicles? Boy dog. <laughs> there are answers to all these questions, but do you <laughs> think you'll get them in this movie? No you good won't. ones. There are no good answers to any of those questions. <laughs> Except maybe can a bulldog's ears be too small? <laughs> Yes, there the, is a definitive and yep, good answer. The answer is absolutely. Please do not experiment any Why further. do the judges fondle the boy dog's testicle? Oh, my God. Uh, and also, where? here's another question. Where do you bury your failed experiments? <laughs> <laughs> How do you dispose of the corpses of your failed genetic experiments? <laughs> this is the island of Dr. <laughs> Margot Poodle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My failed flying shih tzu, the bat shih tzu mix, was a horrible, horrible mistake. Let me tell you, listeners, shih tzus were not meant to have sonar. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. Let me tell you, you won't get a good night's sleep with a bat tzu. <laughs> bat tzu. <laughs> You will not sleep until you've killed that monstrosity. Drown it in the bathtub. <laughs> Margot Poodle, where do you live? Uh, Send the authorities. She's on the island of Dr. Margot. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Pekingese bull. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... Rat dog. <laughs> oh my god! You get list. You get lists of nuts and a sneak peek into the life of a slut. <laughs> That's one lesson I could do without. Oh, oh boy, Margo Poodle. All right, back to transferring semen between <laughs> breeds. Talk to you later. <laughs> Llama Poodle, come over here. <laughs> I have a gift for you.
Let's move on to uh, citizen critic reviews. Yes. Tell me, Greg, what you found. Yeah. Explain so to me I, before I was looking for, and I thought that I would find a lot of reviews of dog shows. Because, yeah. You know, uh, there weren't many reviews of dog shows, though. No, that is shocking. It is shocking, actually. But there were a lot on, like, dog breeders. So you got some of those? Yeah. All right. Here's one beginning with a dog grooming place called the Dogromat in Los Angeles, California by Randy M. I was refused service today for bringing a 14-week-old Portuguese water dog puppy to Dogromat. <laughs> water dog puppy. Hey, have you met my dog? It's a Labradoodle dog puppy. You don't have to say dog puppy. Like, dog and puppy are the same fucking thing. On the phone, when I called to book an appointment, I was told they accept puppies as long as they had their second round of shots. My puppy had their third round of <laughs> Jesus shots. Jesus Christ. When I arrived in person, they refused service, saying it was their policy to accept puppies five months or older, and they had to have their rabies, rabies shot as well. <laughs> rabies. <laughs> The Rabbies is an awards show for uh, rabid dogs. <laughs> and this year's Rabbie Award goes yeah, You to... won Best in Show at what, at Westminster? No, it was at the Rabbies. <laughs> Fucking all jacked up, ungroomed. Your dog won Best in Show at the Rabbies. <laughs> Congratulations, we'll put him down for free. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. You have a real winner here. Welcome to the 34th <laughs> Annual Rabbies. <laughs> Oh, it's an exciting <laughs> night. There's plenty There's... of froth. These dogs are beautiful and they're insane. They're all they're trying to do is just fucking maul their owner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go to the red carpet. It was a white carpet, but now it's soaked red with blood. <laughs> ah, the Portuguese water dog puppy is especially vicious tonight. <laughs> oh, the handlers are not faring well tonight, folks. <laughs> Just with one canine keeps threatening to cut the jugular, but backs away at the very last minute, toying with his prey. <laughs> all right, folks, thanks for joining us tonight. We're going to go kill all these dogs. See you next year. You know the temperament of a Portuguese dog water puppy. <laughs> Portuguese water dog puppy. <laughs> Portuguese dog puppy water. I don't know. <sighs> it is too many words. Ladies and, and no gentlemen, I present to you my 14-week-old Portuguese <laughs> water dog puppy. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Portuguese water dog puppy. The lady went on to even say I was a terrible puppy parent for even wanting to get him groomed. <laughs> yeah. What I... a load of crap. <laughs> well, maybe listen. <laughs> maybe listen to what you say. Listen, I have a bit I own a business called Dogromat, and I think that you have a problem <laughs> with dogs. Here's Matt C. talking about, I assume, the uh, the Dogramat as well. Uh, it says, I wouldn't recommend this place. Friendly staff, but after spending 15 minutes with the groomer going over exactly what we wanted, <laughs> our dog came back completely shaved. <laughs> Can you just imagine sitting with the groomer and be like, I want what? a little off the armpit, <laughs> a little off the jowls. If you could taper it, you know, somewhat. Dog was like... Oh, yeah. 
the groom was like, no, no, I, I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> he was thinking of his lunch order. Should I get the carnitas or the spicy beef? <laughs> Did you straight razor our dog? <laughs> It's like call cut. It's got like toilet paper fucking blotting all over it. You know, do a high top fade on the side and then <laughs> carve into his body kind of for real. Yeah, just some fucking fade marks. Yeah. Um, just some racing stripe kind of thing. Lightning bolt, whatever. I mean, use your best judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be creative. 15 <laughs> minutes they spent. <laughs> well, how could you spend 15 minutes talking about how you wanted your dog groomed? <laughs> completely shaved <laughs> it took him it it definitely took him less than 15 minutes to shave that dog clean oh yeah i would be surprised if it took him three minutes to shave that dog clean <laughs> he act through that thing with a pair of hedge clippers as we walked out we heard the sound of a power tool starting up <laughs> <laughs> we returned to the smell of gasoline and burnt hair Moving on to the Pauler in New York, New York, other coast, P A W L O R. The Pauler. <laughs> You're smart like uh, Thurston Howell, smart, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Pauler. New York, New York. My name is Norman T from Manhattan, New York. One out of five stars for the Pauler. <laughs> I bought in my Himalayan cat to have his fur evened out on the face and have his stomach and hind areas <laughs> shaved down. What? That sentence is the craziest shit I've ever read. <laughs> it truly is. Oh my god. Eat not not trimmed, evened out. Even even out. Does my cat's face look crooked to you? <laughs> oh lady pussyfoot, you look uneven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid she had a stroke. Oh, it's a time for a visit to the parlor. <laughs> to have his stomach and hind areas shaved down. <laughs> wow, that is a... It's more of a penthouse letter than Could yeah. you give my cat a Brazilian? I want to see how clean you can get. I never thought I'd write to you, but <laughs> this experience I had at the my. parlor... This was my first experience with Eric. Oh, I will not be returning as a customer. No, he was too rough. No, Eric. With the Himalayan salt cat. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> Pros. Eric is fast and respectful of my cat's boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> he knew my cat's safe word and <laughs> respected, knew when to stop. Yes. How do you know your cat's... Well, I shouldn't well, say that. You... <laughs> Trial and error. That's how you figure out your cat's boundaries. Yeah. We do don we do bondage play pretty often at home, so she's with one claw trying to engrave on the wall. <laughs> Help Just me. Splay pod. <laughs> she I've no I didn't know that cats could spell, but it clearly says, sir, help me. I think she's crying for help. The moment my cat started getting <laughs> agitated, he stopped and said, that's all he can do for today. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, we got to call it. This is it. 
<laughs> he's just the cat is on his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, you know what? I think we're done here. I think the cat is fat. I'll think we're going to throw in a free declawing uh, today <laughs> because we have no choice. I'm going to open my mouth and I'm going to ask if you can see your cat's claw through the bottom of my mouth. Because I feel like it's in there pretty good. <laughs> the areas I requested addressed were taken care of. Shave her smooth. Two thumbs up for this approach. <laughs> Two thumbs up where? Cons. Oh, Eric chopped off the whiskers on the left side of my cat's face. A major no-no. <laughs> chopped them off. That is a con. Yeah, that's a con. Yeah, yeah, that is. I bet the cat like demanded that be included in the review. She was sitting there just like the fucking. You're starting with pros. There should be no pros. <laughs> yeah, go straight to cons. <laughs> Please. The left side of my face has no whiskers. Why are you throwing this groomer a bone? <laughs> this should be zero stars. No, no whiskers. <laughs> zero whiskers. Completely. Zero out of five. He nared the left side of my face. It is smooth. <laughs> <laughs> the cats, you walk into the grooming room, the cat's just <laughs> holding up one leg, no paw. <laughs> cat's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Just walking in circles. I use the whiskers <laughs> as a sensory thing. <laughs> uh, so, as a groomer, it's tough when the cat moves. Just half of its face was shaved. <laughs> You're uh. starting with pros? <laughs> the cat is just sitting next to him with a pair of half glasses like, oh, I'm sorry, I, I might, these might need a new uh, prescription, but are you starting uh, with pros? Maybe it's me, but it looks like you're starting with a compliment. Right. Well, he knew when to stop. Hey, hey, uh, quick note, <laughs> this is outside of my boundaries. So I need a retraction of your compliment. <laughs> God, Eric chopped off the whiskers on the left side of my cat. <laughs> chopped them I off. had to bury the lead on that negative review there, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I called Terry and asked for a second session to get the uneven look addressed. You know what? You're going to have him chop off the other side? The cat just kept hanging up on him, like touching, <laughs> touching clicking the receiver. the receiver. He still has a rotary phone. Scoot, scoot, scoot. The cat comes Hello, over. Hello, it's Norman T. Oh, what happened? Lady Pussyfoot, why? Please. Terry, she said that I would have to accept this hack job because she was injured by this cat in the past and didn't want Eric to be hurt. <laughs> the cat didn't do a thing to him. <laughs> this is a long backstory that we have not received. Yeah. <laughs> the cat didn't do a thing to him. This is very much a he said, yeah. cat said situation. She said, meow said. <laughs> If you ever wondered how that cat got a taste for human flesh, <laughs> ask Terry's face. Look at my face. 
I paid forty dollars for a ten minute sloppy <laughs> trim <laughs> slash shave. <laughs> the cat's definitely also it's like it wasn't a fucking trim or it no. wasn't anything I wanted trimmed. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Just, the cat is just meowing and pointing to the left side of its face. Meow. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Pussyfoot, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm not cutting your drift. Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts. It's fine to stop when a cat starts getting upset, but at least schedule another session and finish the work. <laughs> the cat would differ with that opinion. The parlor. I'm going to start a dog grooming place called the, the Paul Bearer. <laughs> Specialize in dead dogs that need to be prepared for a dog funeral. You know, people drop, drop their dog off to be like, I'd like uh, this area cut, this area cut, this area cut. And they show back and it's just, you give them an urn. And it's yeah. like, here's your dog. <laughs> you prep it for the open <laughs> casket. Let's but let's be honest with ourselves. That dog was a burden. I took care of it for you. <laughs> yeah, it's the fucking it's a fucking euthanizing. It's a fucking mercy killing place. Bad dog. Doctor Pavorkian. <laughs> yes. Side business. Oh, I got a lot of business ideas. Doctor Pavorkian. So get Doctor Pavorkian dog groomers. And then take him over to the Paul Bearer, the funeral <laughs> home for dogs. That's it. That's it for uh, for our reviews for uh, dog groomers, best in show. Well, it's our dive into um, the world of of dog beauty pageants. Yeah, which um, is uh, admittedly an, an a completely fucking insane world. Yes, I, I, I. And if you thought that this shit was exaggerated. It's not. Look no further than these reviews. <laughs> these dog grooming reviews. Um, so that's it for Best in Show, and that's it for our uh, triple play of mockumentaries. Pew, pew, pew. That was fun to do. Um, it was. Uh, let's talk about what's coming next. We've got another trio of fictional music movies now this is a little bit of an overlap you know they're technically spinal tap and pop star were fictional music movies but those were mockumentaries yeah we're going to be watching movies that are not mockumentaries that are they're fiction mentories fiction but have but are about <laughs> they're just regular music, movies but are yeah they're not fi- there are fiction movies just normal movies just no no the greg they're called fiction movies <laughs> You have to specify or people right. will wonder what you mean. The first one is Almost Famous. Yeah. Uh, the classic Cameron Crowe movie. And then we're going to do Purple Rain. Yeah. Fucking what can you say? Prince. I'm speechless. I can't say anything. And then we're going to do Walk Hard. <laughs> Which is amazing. A personal favorite. I'm so excited. those are the three. Yeah. Almost Famous, Purple Rain, Walk Hard. <laughs> Watch those. As always, listeners, please send us any hot takes that you see, any bad, funny, good reviews yeah. that you think we would uh, do well to read, and send them to us, um, whether they're reviews or something on social media. Anything. Send us everything. Wrapping up, that's it for us. Um, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Five stars, if nah, you can. 4.5 is fine. Oh, you motherfucker. 
follow us on Instagram at Citizen Critic Pod. Talk to you next week. Bye. Citizen Critic comes to you from Double Elvis and is executive produced by Jake Brennan of Disgraceland. It was created by Jake, Greg Conley, and me, Scott Janowitz. I also composed and recorded the music, and I engineer and edit the show. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.